What's up, guys? Thank you so much again for tuning in part two with Carlo and Ilya. Uh, as you'll see la- later on down the road, I tend to record with them a lot, but that's what happens when you record with your friends, you feel comfortable with them. I realize I didn't say my name in the part one of this episode. My name is Edmund Tan II. My dad is the first, obviously. So thank you so much for, for tuning in. In this episode, Carlo, Ilya, and I talk about Carlo's winning, quote-unquote, winning strategies in 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 street dance and in just any art form in general we talk about uh, battling in street dance we talk about dating which is pretty relevant since Ilya is in his mid-20s and Carlo and I are in our early 30s and so it's it's we're still in the dating you know relationship kind of getting serious I guess uh, stages in our life and we go into a deeper topic about gut feelings in the subconscious so we're Obviously, we're all over the place, but there, there's a string. There's a natural string. We're not, we're not just throwing things everywhere. And if you liked the first episode, at least in this part two, it's from the same recording. Uh, we are a lot more warmed up, so we, you, it feels, it feels like you're kind of jumping in on a conversation. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the first one. I hope you enjoyed the second one. I've backlogged a lot of episodes since March, so there's more to come. If there's anything else you want me to improve on or something that you feel like you want me to focus more on, let me know. I'm just experimenting with formats and with different guests and with different topics. So I'm really just doing this as a personal project that really has no direction and because I fucking feel like it. So enjoy. Thank you so much again, guys. Sincerely. focus on winning battles and they do so do they care about winning yes but i think that's their version of fun okay you know what i mean i'm I'm not gonna lie like that's more of my mentality right Uh, a lot of things i do is are very calculated so I, i relate with that a lot like the whole choreo world i'm here to win man Mm. (laughs) and like all of my decisions are to win um and a lot it's very looked down upon in like we come from a world where i can be like yo i'm there to win and people would be like respect respect (laughs) yeah yeah all right i'll see you in the final yeah yeah. that's it i say that at a choreo event people will just be like whoa man it's about the dance how How ironic (laughs) you don't have to second that if you don't want to but i'm gonna say it how ironic ironic okay i'll second that <laughs> but you, you know what i mean it's like a weird so like i normally can't yeah. say this but like very honestly and i have admitted this to my team that like i'm here to compete like i'm not riding on it i'm not saying like if we don't win i'm pissed right but i want i'm going into with the mindset of like i'm going to try to win this and if you're with me you're with me if you're not then like maybe you should find a different team that's mm-hmm. focused on another thing. And that's not a t- bad thing. You right. know what I mean? It's just, if you come to my team, know that our goal is to do this thing. Right. But I think that that's me at a director level uh, for my dancers, though. I tell them, don't worry about that. Cause that's not their job. Like from, for them, I'm always telling them like focus on the dancing because mm-hmm. that's more important for you guys. Me as the one leading the team, like the coach of this team, essentially like let me handle the competition side of it. Um, so that's really interesting to mm. hear that the French are like that. I honestly, I'm going to say something that's like might be edgy, Ooh. but I really think winning <laughs> is easy. Okay. Like okay. 100%. Well, in first my, of all, fuck you. <laughs> I, I think that winning is easy if you're willing to do the things needed right. to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I came into this choreo scene and I'm trying to like suck my own dick, but. Like, can you though? Uh, no, I've tried. It's the, no, I'm a little too short in the abdomen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I thought it was because you were shorter, it'd be easier. Uh, no, well, it, shorter torso. Elia has told me that I have a very long torso, actually. Well, no, I have a very long torso from my collarbone to my nipples. Oh, okay. I've, I've been waiting years to tell him that because I wasn't sure if he was insecure about it. Okay. No, I, I don't care. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, no, I'm not going to say this out loud on because that's going to get taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I could suck my own dick, man, I probably wouldn't do it too often, but I do it in shame. True. But also, 
here and there. Yes, absolutely. I would have, <laughs> let's just say I'm at a point now where I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> shit, what was it? <laughs> About how winning saying, is easy. Yeah. I honestly think it's easy to win in most things. It, like winning ends up being very formulaic. And in a community setting, it's formulaic in context to the current meta. Right. Right? Like, a lot of my analysis work going into a season is about analyzing the meta. Mm -hmm. And then, for us, it's not... I I hate people that analyze a meta and then do the meta. Mm -hmm. I think those are the losers. Because then it's like, dude, you're just essentially in a rat race. Mm -hmm. It's about who does the meta best. And Mm -hmm. by meta, you understand, like, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like a trend. Yeah, essentially. Like the, the current pattern, right? Yeah. I, I do not like the people that adhere to the pattern or the meta because it's just like literally how well you can do this one thing. And then it, it's literally, it's like a shit show. But wouldn't that be the easiest formulaic way to winning? That's the easiest way to get to top three. Mm. That's, how, that's how Asia does it. Yeah. But notice I said top three, not winning. The people that win are usually ones that break the meta or set the next meta. You know what I mean? Because there's a weakness to every kind of pattern. And if you can find that weakness and exploit it, then you're going to be the one that sets the next one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's always my goal. Whenever I go into a season, I, I analyze the meta. I look at it and I'm just like, okay, where, why is this weak? Or what, or what can I do to at least spin it to be different in a certain way? Mm. Like for this current meta of this uh, choreo season, I, I've been looking at it and I'm like, okay, it's all about like real dance, quote unquote, real dance. Oh, it's coming back. You know what I mean? It, it, Freestyle. What, yeah. To me, what it's reminiscent of is the b-boy scene back in like mid 2010s when all of a sudden everyone started winning with like six step. Yeah. And then all of the powerheads were like, what the hell is going on? Like this mm. makes no sense. And I was like, no, foundation, foundation. <laughs> right. Right. The choreo scene has kind of gone full cycle. We went from like a really big theatrical meta to one where it was very, very postmodern, where we were almost making fun of ourselves and every set was very like uh, satirical or ironic. Mm. And then now we've fallen out of that and we've entered this world of like, no, basics, foundation. So everyone that wins is like the people who do the best dancing, if I'm being 100% honest. Right. It, the tricks have kind of fallen away. It's like how well you can kill this one groove. Yes, there's still the the rules of choreo and like the physical presentation of stuff, yeah. but it's a lot about like oh technique, technique. Right. Um, in our last competition, we actually got called out because we had a, a reggae or a dance hall piece, mm-hmm. and they were straight up like, "You guys should probably take a few more dance hall classes before you make a piece," because people are starting to finally okay actually see Fair. what real dance hall is. Yeah, you know progress. what I mean? There's enough exposure. Progress is good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's the most advanced the choreo scene has been, okay. especially to get to the point where they can recognize other dances. Yeah. Um, so I went into the season and, and this is, luckily this recording is like before our first competition, but uh, saying it here now, I hope that people will see it if I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll come back and be like, you're an idiot. Yeah. But um, my my analysis was that we're all going towards that, that rural dance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's what makes it hip hop. But it, I just hope that this, is, this isn't just like another trend. Because there is like a cycle. Yeah. There's always yeah, like a absolutely. freestyle absolutely. cycle that comes back. Sure. I think people are kind of sick of the whole theatrics. <laughs> uh, so yeah, real dance. So I looked at that and I said, okay, my team, how are we going to win if that's mm-hmm. the current meta? You know what I mean? Um, and it came down to it's either you adhere to the meta or you break it. I, I don't know how to break this current meta. Everyone's so sick of all the other stuff. I think this is one that's here to stay for a little bit. Mm. Uh, so then how can I do this meta with us actually being able to pull it off? Mm. The The current trend is that you see a lot of like like real hip-hop there. Not like 90s hip-hop, but like modern-day mm. hip-hop is very prevalent and like people can do it really well. Uh, and if I'm being honest, we were going to do that. But I sat there and I was like, we're going to, we're going to be faking the funk, like hardcore. Mm. Like we're, we're going to look so fake and everyone's going to see right through us and we're not going to do well. So what can we do? And I looked at the resources I had and I said, okay, they want something real. Then I'm going to give them real styles. Cause at least I know that and I can get us to a specific level of that. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I was very confident in my ability to do that. So I said, let's go for this. And I think, 
we're, we're there. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's still adhering to the meta, but at least it's a twist that, uh, that allows us to be real with ourselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so that's why going back, like, I think that's why it's easy to win. You just have to be willing to do the things to yeah. win. But then there, if you're not in the realm of like, I want to sacrifice that, then obviously you're just not going to win yeah. or you're going to get lucky that your vision aligns with the current meta. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think all this actually serves to highlight and help me enlighten myself on my own brain because right. this whole thing you were talking and not about what you were saying, but mm-hmm. that whole process yeah. sounds like absolute brain cancer to me. <laughs> no, but I, I totally agree. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm already feeling like I'm going to go on Ilya's side because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I feel like you and I would agree that like, we don't want to follow a trend or, or a meta. I just don't want to think about it. Yeah. It sure. just feels like too much work. Sure. That's it why just, I don't like Overwatch. That's why I don't like yeah. all these. I'm like, what? If you're, if, you're, if you're on something that still works and will always work and you can stay consistent with mm-hmm. that forever and then you just happen to fall, like you just said, you just yeah. happen to fall into the, into the meta or you somehow break the mold and mm-hmm. create a new meta by, but you've been like, I've been doing this since 2009. Right. Yeah then you're fine. But in, in that in that time that you're not winning because you didn't follow the what was viral, what was meta. Mm-hmm. Like or can you, can you or can you can you accept not not winning all right. the time. Right. All the time, you know? I agree, actually. I don't particularly like this way of thinking. Right. But it is some of the most effective thinking right. when it comes to a competitive scene. For sure. So I think that it's less of the thinking and more about the like Taking something like art or taking something like dance and making it competitive yeah. just p- perverses it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's the the culture in, as a whole. Like competition can breed quality, but at the same time, it it, it rips apart what the main yeah. like focus should have been. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, so I'm here and it's my job as director. So I yeah. have no choice but to like kind of go for it, you know? Yeah. Um, but if it was up to me and it was just me, Carlo Borgia, sitting there, I wouldn't care. Yeah, I'd just have yeah. fun and do whatever it is that yeah, I really yeah. want to enjoy. Right. So well, that's sure. what I meant in I terms of one hundred percent. It enlightening me is like maybe I, then I I don't care about winning. Yeah. Yeah. Because if that process sounds like freaking yeah. ear cancer, yeah, then maybe I don't really want to win. Also, to the circumstances. I said that to you too. True. I've told you that maybe com- like competing is not the Some thing that you really thing. want. Yeah. Yeah. It's like saying like, oh, I wanted. I thought growing up, I wanted to be a doctor and make a lot of money. Yeah. But. Turns out I fucking hate going to school for 10 more years mm-hmm. and going through residency. Yeah. So it's like, but it's also circumstance. Like in a way sure. for Carlo, this is like a part-time job. Like he's being, this is what he's yeah, quote unquote being paid to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you started, let's say like you started working for Spotify, Spotify is like, we're going to, you're going to battle f- for us. Yeah. We're paying you to win. Yeah. You have to find, fucking find right. a way to win. Even if it's not you. Right. You know? Right. Then outside of work is where you do your right. your quote unquote real shit. Yeah. You know? Well maybe also the approach to battles. Because actually what's funny is I I, I completely one eighty on call out culture, not in the social justice like, justice warrior way, mm-hmm. uh, but in the dance scene. Mm-hmm. For a while there I thought calling people out was like a big old waste of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because nine out of ten times I call Carlo out. We go a bunch of rounds till we get tired. I feel like I won. Carlo feels like he won. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Then, out there, I flipped it. Like, it just flipped for me. Because I started to really appreciate what's going on and listening to, like, back in the day and watching these guys who came up in that culture before competition and stuff. Mm-hmm. And... If anything, more appealing than the actual competition win, which is why I have some empathy for people who are, uh, let's say, aggressive in battles and competitions, is I have to make you feel like you lost. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not the Mm -hmm. judge's decision or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to shut you down. Yeah, so badly that you're just like, I got got wrecked. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So instead of worrying about the competition win, which is actually going back to the French peeps of how this may be fun for them. The actual battle exchange mm-hmm. is the fun part. It's it's the battles in between, and then they might win or not. Yeah. But you, you know? see how what I'm saying is that the organized competition 
is the thing that kind of yeah. messed it all up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Right. But then how do you put a value on it? How do you publicize it? How do you. That's true. Yeah. Because it's still. That's why you, you have so much like disconnect. Hashtag capitalism. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to sell tickets. So you got to get people in. Yeah. But I don't know why this made me think. Like yeah. if, if in the way, I'm not saying like French people are like super Zen or like super Buddhist, mm -hmm. but if in that one round, like you're not thinking about the competition one, but you're thinking about just, just for this round or even just for the next five seconds, I'm going to make sure that this person knows that they're going to lose or that yeah. they've already lost. Yeah. It's just something that Eli and I talk a lot about. I think, you know, where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. You're being super present in that moment. Yep. And you're going, I'm putting everything yeah. just, just for this moment. And then for the next moment, or maybe for the next five seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make sure I'm showing them that, or your, your point is either being, I'm going to show that this is who I am. Like I'm very proud of my style or whatever, yeah. or, or you fucking suck. And I'm going to show you why Yeah. this, my, my opponent sucks. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. And it's a way, and it's a way to that. And this is also what kind of bothers me about competition culture i guess competitions in general is that you're not playing toward your opponent there's no connection at all you're right. playing toward the judges who you have no connection with either because mm -hmm. for the most part again if you go back and you you sit down with them you go hey what can i do to do better their answer will either be selling you something or something that you, an answer that you don't like right you know mm -hmm. which kind of bothers me about you know just in general about about overly structured yeah competition dance because right. it's I mean, competition there's no connection in, at all in popping is just simulated battle you know what i mean right. that's why people that are still good at battling probably are still good at competition but right. then someone who's really good at winning competitions probably would suck in a battle mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like people it, who don't battle in cyphers and stuff yeah it's a total different ball game yeah it's so weird how and, and you can see and you can see the clear contrast yeah even at george poppington like the level in this it, like in the first one Two years ago, two or three years ago, the level in the cipher was immense. Well, f to a degree, was I felt was immensely higher than the actual battles themselves. Mm -hmm. I was looking forward to the ciphers because I was like, "Holy shit, people are going off!" Yeah, this is so much. This is so fire. It's and like if, two different cultures going on in one place. Yeah, and everybody's kind of battling each other, or they're just, or we're like, we're giving each other an immense amount of support, yeah. versus being like, "I'm just gonna stand by on on the left side." behind the person that I support for the yeah, next yeah, yeah. minute that they have timed. Yeah. You're you know? trying to win over the judges versus win over your opponent. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. You know? yeah. But that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, that's why I'm saying it's easy to win because if you want to go there and win, you right. can do it. Are you willing to sell that part of you? You know what I mean? Yeah. My job is to do that. So that's what I'm going to do. But for you guys, like, it just might not be that world, you know, yeah. and you have to be okay with that. And that's what I right. mean by making the decision of like, what's my goal here? Yeah. Yeah. Cause thinking about me just made me re, mm -hmm. re like I, it didn't cross my mind until you, I think you, you guys mentioned it last night. So I didn't read it until this morning. Mm. I woke up super anxious after I read that. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Mm. Why am I getting anxious? I'm like, Oh, it's yeah. cause I haven't battled in a while. Mm. I don't know what this feeling is like again. Yeah. You know, but see for me going back to your question, I guess about me, is it's that thing I mentioned to you about the Cali mental switch that happened in me mm -hmm. where like I'm excited about May to flex on people. Okay. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what got me hyped. Yeah. I'm literally going there to embarrass some people yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and show myself off. Okay. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's not actually, it's funny. I'm not concerned about the win. Okay, cool. I don't know. Again, it hasn't been field tested. <laughs> I don't know what will happen when Carlo votes against me. Yeah. I'm a very unbiased and then, and then And then Elia goes into straight panic panic attack. Yeah. And maybe I'll freak <laughs> out and unravel. Yeah. Right? And lose my ish. Yeah. But the other thing is, <laughs> I know I could call out most of the judges and smoke them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will lock so hard on you. <laughs> I'll do a box split just so you have to do one. <laughs> Carlo can wait hold on to both our knees will pop <laughs> out to be fair to be fair but we're just sitting there like gritting our teeth like you fucking give up first <laughs> to be fair Carlo can do a box split which is once a year right yeah. <laughs> he has to spend the when rest the of moon the like recover. hits a certain angle yeah and Mercury's in retrograde the and I'm good and then you have save to recover the money first <laughs> yeah then you have to recover the rest of the year until you can do it again. yeah absolutely absolutely you can only afford to do it once a year yeah. financially yeah <laughs> your, your health insurance will only allow you to do it once a year 
Oh, I miss those days. Oh, man. <laughs> no, but no, this is no, this is totally making me feel a lot better about it, too. Because, yeah. Okay. So there was an instance when a friend of ours mm-hmm. was DJing at a party, and there happened to be a lot of other popper friends there. Mm-hmm. And I felt super uncomfortable getting down. Mm-hmm. But the moment I did, one of the people that I most respected, who's older than us, who's like an OG in, in New York, came up to me and was like, yo, how the fuck do you get that patient? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oof. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't Ooh, want like that, that. Like, dick. yeah, like, like I, I kind of flexed for a second because yeah. the people that are, I was intimidated by, yeah, were were trying to flex, but were kind of they weren't ass, but they weren't just hard. that great. Yeah, they were trying a little hard. And then I was like, okay, cool. So game recognized game. I still have, you know what yeah. I mean. I, I was still. It wasn't battle ready, but it was cipher good. Yeah, cipher yeah. good, cipher okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. It felt good for me. Yeah. So I think that's like, I don't know, maybe for me, I just have to reframe that. This is, this is, if I felt good about it and everything, right. and I can look, even if I can look at a video and go like, oh, that shit was dope for what I'm used to. Yeah. Like, it sucks that I feel, I, I wish I could, I wish I practiced more, but when I do see myself get down, I'm a lot more satisfied when I, as opposed to when I tried so hard yeah. two years ago, Yeah, you know, or it could be just because I took a long break. Yeah. You know? It's a mental thing. Yeah. Plus, with battles, and I kind of want to wrap this topic up and move on to another one, but... I love this topic. Let's keep going. <laughs> also, with battles, I've just taken comfort in... There's so many... Well, in competitions. There's so many variables. So many. That it's impossible to really try and account for them all. So really, all you can do is just do you. Mm-hmm. And kind of hope they vote for you, yeah. right? From the music to like what what music is played to who you battle, but then external factors like if Carlos judging, but he had a hot wings challenge again mm-hmm. before the judging, <laughs> and he's thinking about trying not to shit his pants while I'm dancing. Yeah, I'm shit out of luck. Yeah, it's already happened. But don't. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like the needle skips in your round. Yeah. Or yeah. or somebody distracts one of the judges in the middle because like, they, they didn't yeah, do something right. Or, yeah, or you, the judge zones out because sometimes that happens. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's so many <laughs> yeah. freaking variables mm-hmm. that it, it feels silly to try almost now if you think about it to to try and like go according to the, the judges or to the competition. Yeah. Like it's impossible. Yeah. You know? People yeah. do it though. That's why they... On top of preferences yeah. of the judges right yeah. i've had people vote against me literally because i don't move enough mm-hmm. but i'm like word i had somebody specifically tell me after i won mm-hmm. that they voted against me because they don't they just think my style is corny wow okay that's a that's a... and i knew that going in okay and literally i won the event on the other two judges he voted against me every round okay you got to so tell like, me who this was after. Yeah. So, you know, like, it seems silly now in that perspective to try and, like, pander to the, the formula. Yeah. Because the formula, at least in popping battles, is just so freaking. That's how I, when I sum up, like, yo, sometimes, man, I really think nobody knows what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. As you grow up, you just realize people don't know what they're doing. Hold yeah. on. It's a perfect analogy for, like, the whole... If, if this ends up wrapping it up, but it's like there is a social engineering way mm-hmm. to pick up most women, mm. but that does not guarantee you yeah. a, a happy relationship and a great se- mm. self sense of self esteem yeah. at the end of the day. You know, yeah. It's like, what do you want? Yeah. Like if you want, if you want pussy for one night, you can get it, but you're not gonna feel so good about it when you wake up the next morning. True. One is very ingenuine, while the other one is very genuine. So. Right. Yeah, but it. But but lonely. Yeah, and it takes, but it takes. It's a longer, it's a longer journey. But I feel like it's more worth it. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I can. I sure freaking hope so. At this point, my yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> About I want pussy or what? I want to yeah. say I want to say Ailey is the only single one, but I can't really. I'm I am single. <laughs> I'm single. Right. But one I'm the only one in a uh, drought. Okay. I mean, your uh, drought was is is. Mine was two years. Okay. Well, I mean, I was with someone, but I wasn't having sex. You chose that drought. Okay. 
It, you could say I chose this too, though. You're right. You're right. But, I mean, as a homie, that was dumb. <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, when was the last time? You know. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh God! Can, can yeah. I? Can I? Uh, about to have a damn anniversary, bro. Oh really? I think I think if I go any longer, I'm gonna be a virgin again. Oh wow! You're gonna you're gonna like start puberty all over again. Yeah, but that goes into that whole topic of playing the meta and getting the apps and meta. I don't know. <gasps> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I I. I that was me. Vomiting, I know you're but... you're on dating apps. Uh, so, I am, but I'm not really. It's yeah. I'm not like seriously okay. doing it. Doing it. Okay. It's just, I'm, 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 I'm so, I feel like it's so much, I feel like it's, I, I feel like some, some of the bases in, if we're being real, I feel like some of the bases of why Alien and I don't do things is because we're just lazy. Dude, it's just like, it's, it's not too lazy. much work. It's, we just don't want to do it. It's just work we don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it's work we want to do. Yeah, yeah. This is just work we don't want to do. No, for me, it, a lot of times, the, the reason I'm doing something is because it's like a verifiable puzzle. Yeah. Or like if I get the you result. like playing the meta, dude. Just I like, admit it. I like playing the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like, I feel like okay, I feel like Carlo would be a very good dad. He'd be like a super dad because you're like, how do you fit all this stuff into your schedule as well? Follow the formula of this book, which isn't bad. I would never explain it to my kid. I'd be like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, you're like, first you got to do this. How come you gave my brother or sister like more advice? Because you're Cause not like ready for it. <laughs> Dad, why are we in the woods? Dad? <laughs> Dad? <laughs> I'll give you three seconds to run. <laughs> this is supposed to teach you about life. <laughs> Carlos, like, I'm really, Carlos, into, Carlos really into, this is when Carlos into deer games. hunting. Oh, yeah. 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 But, like, okay. First like, Kandama, now deer hunting. So, oh, yeah, with the dating apps thing, right? Okay. Uh, I, I was sitting there, and I was not getting a lot of matches at first. And I, I sat, and I thought, Okay, what is my experience with dating apps? Mm-hmm. I, I'd look at girls and be like, nah, next, next, next. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like uh, I don't really care. And then after that, whenever there's a girl that I found somewhat attractive, I scroll down to their info and then like certain key things like red flag I, I did not like, right? right. Such as? Oh, God. Oh, Do God. it. Everyone is so fucking basic. <laughs> What you basic why? Basic like, like fake basic? Do you, do you like, know how many people I saw on dating apps that were like Entrepreneur? Interest. Uh traveling, oh, music, wow. Oh, wow. uh Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or how like Instagram and interest. <laughs> or like, hey, uh next next three places travel. Right now the what's in is uh Greece. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah, Santorini. Yeah. We we got some Dubai. Uh, Dubai's always oh yeah there. Dubai Dubai, okay. Dubai. Uh, Japan the is Philippines was trending for a little bit just because there bit. were some viral videos about yeah, it yeah, yeah. but Japan is always a is a go to yeah Japan sure. that one that one uh, that one place in Cali with all the lamps yeah the lamps oh no that one's a little old that one's kind of oh, okay oh man am I that out of it sorry I've been almost social media that's my bad this week I know I'm sure you've seen. A girl in a picture of that. Yeah. But when you ask them, oh, what, what's in right now? It's, um, what's that? With the Northern Lights? It's oh, cold. <laughs> Iceland. Uh, Aurora Borealis. Uh, yeah. it, I guess it's Iceland. Yeah, Iceland. Iceland. It's an Iceland. Yeah, Iceland, Santorini. But you know why one. it's Iceland, right? Because they're trying to ship people to Iceland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're There's like airline deals. Yo, dude. Well, you see, then it's, it's, it's freaking working. Yeah, yeah. It's all economic. It's all, it's mar- dude, it's so marketing. It's the same way that they marketed Starbucks for like white uh, high school girls. Yeah. They made it a trend and went viral online, but they it was a marketing yeah. tactic. So, so, so with this whole dating app thing, Meta. I, I was sitting there <laughs> thinking about like what experience I have with it. And why I swipe, like, no, essentially, to a lot of people. Um, and then I was like, man, if I'm not getting a lot of likes, the same shit is probably happening to me. Like, they see my profile, and they see the same things that I dislike, and they're like, nope, nope, nope. So I re-looked at my profile, and I said, okay, what exactly can I do to make it so I get more likes? And it was more like an experiment for fun. I sat there, and I said, well, I, I originally thought, I'm going to be as honest as possible because if I want someone to like me, I want them to just straight up like all these things and I don't want to like catfish them at all. Right. So my profile, I wrote five, five. um, Okay. Everyone listen. Go ahead. (laughs) 
I originally wrote five five in the honest thing because like I, I'm like I'm pretty much five five. Um, I was like five six if you lay me hard or something. Yeah, <laughs> like for sure. Like I'm, I'm five six. I'm like a solid five five, and I'm like a very close five six. All right, okay. but I wanted to write five five to be honest, and I yeah. like all of my answers were, were answers that were very much me. So okay. like not necessarily pandering at all. Yeah. Okay. And then I sat there and I was like, okay, well my profile picture, the first one was like me being kind of stupid, et cetera. And one was like, oh, not I, I'm not really smiling that much in a lot of them, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna do all the shit that I think will work. So I, I have a picture up there with a dog. I have oh, a picture yeah. where I look cute smiling. <laughs> yeah. uh, I took out even though I'm like really proud of how much work I fucking put in to to get, you know, abs, right? Like I had a picture of their shirtless and it's like, yes, it's on the douchey spectrum of like, oh, you have a shirtless pic? Yeah, but guess what? Do you know how fat I was <laughs> for the last like – He was fat. I was fat, yo. I was fat. And then the the effort it took in order to get abs was like, yo, I'm fucking proud of this. I'm going to put a picture up of me with uh, something I'm proud of. You should but, put, put it like a like a side by side. Like before yeah, after, I, I did. Like, but it doesn't matter because it automatically is like, oh, you have a shirtless pic. That sucks. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so I, I took that down even though I'm fucking proud of it. I took that down, replaced all the pictures. Uh, I field tested pictures with like female friends. I was like, do I look good in this picture? No? All right. Well, how about this one? So I have a curator list of pictures yeah. and then I, I changed my height to 5'6 but I'm not fully lying because I'm pretty much there right. <laughs> so I'm lying uh, <laughs> and like I, I put more detail into my answers yeah. because before it was like I like stuff <laughs> you know what I mean I was like I like dancing I like d and I like uh, powerlifting and I'm like yeah I like this haha I'm trying to be a little funny and a little quirky yeah. Um, yeah. and then boom Literally, I changed it. Next day, bam, I get, like, a bunch of matches. What the fuck? It was so easy. And this is what I'm saying. It's so easy to win if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Knowing the history of Carlo without going into detail. Right. Like, even in the situation romantically or even sexually that you've been in in your past, you knew you could win. And you always were like, no, this is the goal that I have. I want rather, rather than... Something new where things just happen I organically. Always, if I, the, the way I play video games, the way I play video <laughs> games is I want to win in the hardest way possible. Right. But for this one instance, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. I bet you. I bet you I'm going to get matches now. And then boom, it happened. I was like, how, how fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but I know that's what it is. So I just – I'm already sad. So I don't even start. Yeah. <laughs> I just skip right to the sad and move on. <laughs> But yeah, so I started getting matches and like I'm not even doing anything with it because I don't care. But I just I just was like so pissed at that that worked. Yeah. You know, how crazy yeah. is that? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> one inch, yo. I feel like it's that one inch from five five to five six. Because I'm not I gonna mean, an inch there. matters in the right places. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> to be fair. But I'm it goes sure back to how I realized the reason why I was swiping like no to people was because Dating apps don't make any fucking sense because what it's oh, essentially yeah. doing is that no one cares about how you really are. It's You're showing an optimized version of yourself. So if yeah. I'm sitting there going, what kind of girl do I want to date? Oh, 4'8"? I guess I could, but like I'm not going to yeah. say that that's what I want. You know what I mean? Uh, while in real life, you walk around and you're like, damn, that girl's like 4'8". That's fucking tiny as hell. All right, I'll yes. give it a chance. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, but like in reverse, like a girl's a girl's not gonna be like, oh my god, my dream guy, he's five four, <laughs> he's a little Unless chubby, she's four eight. He used to be really fat. Hey, if she's four eight, no, but what if she got his five four, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I have to almost optimize myself in order yeah. for them yeah. to at least remotely consider me. Yeah. And then when they meet me in person, then I could be like, hey. I'm not like that great, but like, look, this is who I am, and this is my personality, and if you like me, that's cool. Yeah. But just that that first stepping stone is like Jesus Christ. The equivalent to to job hunting. Mm-hmm. There's a way to win. Yeah. At job hunting. Yeah. Which, For sure. Hey, yeah. If you're willing to play the game, you have a guy here who right. can probably help you. Yeah. That, Carlo could probably. That's why, that like, up. Just not bring that up. <laughs> if I ever, if, if I ever uh, start a private business, I the one that I would like to start that I feel I'd be good at is a like consulting firm mm. essentially where, Dude, totally. where our whole job is just literally optimizing 
yeah. you so that you are more yeah. uh, like marketable in terms of this or that or that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Or like a mega recruiting yeah. firm. Yeah, or even just level. life too. Like, oh, you're not getting a lot of dates. Well, let's try to work on you, you so that you're optimal. What? You'd be a life coach on me? Yeah. Like, I feel I'd be good at it, but the reason I'm good at it is because I understand what it takes to win. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, is that genuine? That's not really that genuine. Mm-hmm. So you're just optimizing, like, on, on a superficial kind of level. Like, yeah. On, okay. Not even so, superficial. Sometimes you have to go deep, but it's about fully optimizing you to a yeah. specific point. Uh, you know okay. I mean? Yeah. But even if that means, like, uh, playing around with your Tinder profile. Yeah, but that's essentially okay. saying that you're not good enough yet, which is the thing that's ingenuine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's not when, a great thing. Okay, even though you've optimized yourself, do you feel like you're more genuine than when you were not optimizing yourself? Uh, it depends on the perspective because some people are like, man, I feel great being optimized because I'm like, oh, this is who I felt inside I really was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there is that side of it that's like, yeah, but you could have just been happy how you were yeah. then. If it's about like you are just very, very unhappy with yourself, then I'd love to optimize you. And that's why I take on so many like little brothers, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you are not happy, I'd love to help make you happy. But if you are just doing it for the reasons of like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but, but it's like very, very, very he honest. He raised a kid. <laughs> but you know what i mean but if your only reason is to win then that's kind of a shitty reason yeah yeah agreed carlo you totally okay carlo's gonna do either one of two things he's either gonna start a really good consulting firm right to optimize your life or it's a consulting firm in quotes yeah but it's really cult yeah, like, just breed a bunch of assholes. That are <laughs> Do you want to be happy? Yeah. I can make you happy. I can make you happy. I can tell you. And he doesn't blink, I and he keeps his eye contact. Secret. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you the secret <laughs> to becoming happy. A lot of you've been asking for this, but <laughs> Ty yeah. Lopez, man, dude, what a legend. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much time we have left, but I really did the topic I sent you. I really did want to discuss it. Do it. So if we could take a hard left, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Make a hard left. All right. It's in touch with the book I've been reading lately, which is Mastery. Mm-hmm. Good book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Robert Greene. But, I mean, he does good research. I, I want to be honest. But, yeah, it's a little dry, but it, it was a good yeah. book for me. Too. Yeah. Definitely dry. Um, but it brought up a real good point, And then he had a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote in there that basically paraphrased into Eliot language was like, you know, uh, we dismiss our own thoughts. Because they're our own and we don't think much of them mm. because, because of the fact that they're our own. Like, we devalue ourselves. Say, say the quote again. Do you want me to? I can read it. Hold on. I have yeah. A, it's a kind of like a wordy-ass quote. So I'm trying no, to paraphrase like, on it's, purpose. It's, it's Basically, it's saying like, in our, like, if we come up with an idea, we are quick to dis, discredit that idea just because it's our own. Right. Uh, but if source. somebody, the yeah, the source. Right. But if somebody who we think is a genius says it then we're like oh that's genius yeah. it's like confirmation bias right yeah. but actually it we only think that's genius because it it hits a node in ourselves mm-hmm. that we identify with yeah. right the quote is it's under the headline keys to mastery a man should learn to detect and watch that gleam of light which flashes across his mind from within more than the luster of the firmament of bards and sages Yet he dismisses without notice his thought because it is his. In every work of genius, we recognize our own rejected thoughts. They come back to us with a certain alienated majesty. Ralph, mm. Ralph won, Waldo. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So this is all a preface to actually talk about, as you guys know, I've been really focusing on like the gut, mm-hmm. like following the gut, right? And that mm-hmm. feeling and going off feelings and where they lay in our decision processes or whatever. And so the thing I wanted to discuss was, like, ancestral knowledge or, like, instinct or emotional intelligence or something like that. Because the thing that stuck out to me about that quote was when we learn a skill, right, then we actually learn something new. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times when we have, like, a breakthrough or an emotional breakthrough or a mental, like, wow moment – it does feel more like 
it's unlocking something within us that we already had somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that's the part that drew my interest in that quote because I really do feel it is like that. And so I'm wondering if you guys agree or what you think about that or whether it's more because I feel like a lot of times like we, our gut is right or our gut knows what to do or this instinct or whatever it is. But we don't trust it because it's from ourselves. We don't trust it. Or we don't trust it in general, or we don't know how to listen to it. Or we don't trust it because our thoughts get in the way, like our logic gets in the way. Right, yeah. The mind gets in the way. Okay. But first, I guess, do you also agree with that fact of, like, like it doesn't feel like we... I don't... Like, now that when I think back to mine and your conversations, Ed, Mm -hmm. because mine and your conversations for the listeners and for Carlo... It's pretty much I say something and you question me about it mm-hmm. in order for me to think about my own answer. Mm-hmm. But now I'm starting to question of like how much of the stuff do I actually already know? Not saying like I'm a genius. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like how many times have I already had the answer within to a lot of my questions? Again, this is not about like learning how to freaking code or something tangible like mm-hmm. that. You know right. I mean? It's more about decision making. Decision making, uh, emotional, you know, uh, riff raff and, mm-hmm. and mental handling and everything. Oh, I have I have questions. Yeah, I mean, Carlo, but you can go because I I always have. I'm just gonna respond with a question, but um, that's an interesting thought. I mean, it goes kind of back for me to like instinct, right? Like mm-hmm. he's talking about instinct. Uh, like you walk into a room and if someone swings at you, like your instinct is to duck or like right. move away or something, right? Um. Maybe I can ask you a, a similar question that I asked uh, some other friends. Sure. On average, let's say a day or a week if you want, mm-hmm. how often are your decisions based on following your gut versus a like logical res- uh, you know, rationalization? For me, fairly often, but it is rationalized internally too. Mm-hmm. Um, my gut is usually my first red flag. Where I'm like, oh, pay attention to this, and then I'll think it through, and then I'll go with my decision making. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I don't ask people unless it's something that's fairly big, and then maybe I'll get a few other outside opinions. Not right. to confirm mine, mm-hmm. but uh, usually to get just like a bigger world perspective, and yeah. then I can combine it to to mm-hmm. make my own. Um, but I think that's also because I lack more fear than a lot of other people or or that i'm more of a risk taker than a lot of other people mm-hmm. i think it comes down to intelligent thought and risk that intelligent thought kind of whittled away our instinct mm-hmm. and has caused us to be uh kind of scared you know what i mean like uh like i said if someone punches you then your instinct a lot of times will be oh i should either run or i should punch them back right but intelligent thought also has now kind of gone to that world of like someone is swinging at me, do I just want to avoid this? Do I want to talk to them? Or do I have to worry about punching them because I'm going to get arrested after? You know what I mean? Like, I feel that nowadays people are just very risk adverse. And that's what the the major issue is here. That we don't trust our own opinions because uh, the risk of trusting it is so much higher than first confirming it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But if you're someone that... It's more like, yeah, whatever, I'll take a risk. Then you're usually the ones that are out there like setting new pathways and things like that because you're like, okay, fuck it. Like, yeah. I could be wrong and I'm just going to handle that. Or I could be right and then that's when you make that breakthrough. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's why I also don't trust a lot of times when people tell me their opinions. Not be like, I don't take people's opinions as my go to. I usually use it as a filter to see like where I stand in my own mm-hmm. idea. And then a lot of times I'll go with my own idea and they get mad at me, right? And a lot of times I'll, I'll, I'll give an idea and it's immediately like, why would you do that if blah, blah, blah works, right? But then it's like, but what if my idea works better? Mm. Uh, I'm willing to take that risk because I, I want to go for that higher higher reward. Um, but yeah, man, a lot of people are scared, mm-hmm. scared to make that, that leap. What is, what is the difference between if – if there is there a distinguishable difference between uh, – a gut feeling and an impulse, and what is the difference for you? Both an impulse or and a gut feeling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. 
Because, because, because this goes back to decision making, right? Right. Like, what am I? Are you making a decision uh, via impulse or via gut feeling? And if there's a difference between the two, or if they're the same, then that's fine. Like, you can just say, yeah, they're the same. Then, I mean, and we know what that means. In the definition of impulse, isn't it like a compulsory like action? Okay. Because like a gut feeling to me is like that red flag I get sometimes where I'm like, yo, look at this because it's important. Okay. While an impulse to me is like. I ate a brownie for breakfast when I really shouldn't have, but I was just very impulsive of like, mm, okay. grab the brownie. You know what I mean? That to me is the one that's dangerous. <laughs> so it's like, it's like your gut is like, you don't immediately react, but you just feel something. Impulse yeah. is just like, I wasn't even thinking and I picked up my phone right. and started like scrolling through Instagram. Right. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that, but. <laughs> Make. Going with your gut to act on the impulse is also a thing, I think. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right? From, like, the simplest things to the most complicated things. Like, say, oh, my testosterone is peaking lately. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right? So, the instinctual Why? impulse, okay. the instinctual impulse is handle it, dog. Mm-hmm. Right? So then, obviously, I don't just go freaking, you know, uh, pay for an escort. harass somebody right. mm-hmm. or pay for an escort, right? So there is that gut feeling that mutes that. Of like, this is a bad idea? Right. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? But in the same way, it could also support certain impulses. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I really want to jump off this bridge right now. Oh, yeah. So are you saying that yeah. the the impulse is more like the instinct, while the the gut feeling is more of your, I guess, reasoning? More like instinct. That's the thing. It yeah. feels like literally there's like two minds in yeah. me. Yeah. No, and no, totally. I mean, there in, are there are in fact two like right. parts of your brain. Um, where does emotion play in 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 gut? All of it. Okay. So then, so then, technically, if you were like, well, that's depressed, yeah, like clinically depressed, you'd be yeah. like, then your gut is not working properly, or your gut is actually right. Well, you would mm-hmm. ask me what's work, what what defines properly, yeah. But no, but if you're depressed, I mean, there there are chemical reasons, right? As well, right. But right. that's to me, your gut saying something is not right. Oh, okay. Right. I don't yeah. know what. Necessarily always, but that's your gut saying something about life, something about your body, something about the situation you're in Mm -hmm. isn't good for you, Mm -hmm. right? But that's why the question is like about is it some ancestral knowledge? Is it tied to instinct? Is it really like like is emotion more intelligent than we think? Like emotions themselves because – if your gut is mostly an emotion, right, and it makes you feel depressed or it makes you feel like doing this or makes you – because you feel these things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like – I don't think like dancing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like dancing. Mm-hmm. So I do. Yeah. Right? It's, it's got to be calculating from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be doing this work somehow, some way. Yeah. And how – accurate or how uh yeah how accurate or how on point is it if you were to follow it and why are we tempted to this might be slightly out of right or left field is like then why do we feel the need to do things or take things or consume things to get us out of our mind so that we feel more emotional to have less like less not less inhibition maybe but to go with our gut feeling Right. You know what I mean? This is like, this is going to like, we can go into the whole like rat park, mm. you know, you, you yeah, already yeah. know what I'm talking about, rat park study, but. Okay. But is it possible that your gut is not actually the thing that comes first? For me, when I think about stuff like this, I consider that the knowledge comes first and my gut is instinctual where it happens second. Because, for instance, right, mm-hmm. when uh, say something like, I don't know, what's like a day-to-day thing? Oh, like work, 
right? Mm -hmm. When you first get a job and you start learning the processes of it, like there's no instinct there. You know what I mean? There's no gut feeling of like I'm doing this wrong or right. And a lot of times that's where you where you make mistakes. But right. then when you've gained all the knowledge of like how my job works yeah. and it becomes uh, like a, a part of you to the point where you don't have to constantly think like, am I doing this right or wrong? Right. Then you start following your gut and you're like, oh, I fucked up. Like I right. caught that mistake and I, like your autopilot turns off and you're right. just like, bam. Right. And, and it's the same thing for like instincts. Like, like, like I said, something flying towards our face mm -hmm. is instinctual to us, but it's also because we've also gained the knowledge ahead of time of like something going towards my face is bad. Okay. Right. Okay. But just before I lose this, yeah, this yeah. thought, because it's bouncing off of yours, it to me then it's less than about what's first or second. Uh -huh. It's more like the purpose of one and the other. Okay. You don't, you don't have a gut feeling about the new skills at your job because you don't know anything about your job. Right. Then you learn about your job, mm -hmm. and then your gut's job is to now inform the decisions based on your knowledge mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so then that goes back to like that's a great example of okay so maybe it is something learned like the gut instincts the gut feelings are learned okay right mm -hmm. but then where did we learn all the ones that we have before the new skills but is it possible that we learn them while developing or growing like i don't remember my memories as a baby but maybe my experiences as a baby were the things that were like, well, definitely don't hit definitely. your head. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but I, I do agree with you. I think it is a duality kind of thing where rather than saying like there's an order to it. Yeah. What if it was like, like your gut is more of your subconscious level of thought. You know what I mean? While the other half is like your conscious level yeah. of thought. And we're very limited in our, our ability yeah. to think presently. Right. Yes. But then you always have that safety in the back that's like, don't worry, I got you. I'm looking at everything as at once. Right. So then when so, you're yeah. thinking of like, oh, I'm drinking this cup of coffee, and then your back of your mind, it's looking around and it's like, hey, you need to duck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so then that's that's kind of my my experiment and with myself in this this arena is then why don't I just tune more into the subconscious mind or the gut? than the mm -hmm. uh, conscious mind because clearly most of the times the subconscious mind will have the writer quote quote answer i no i 100 percent agree with you i think our subconscious is a much better tool to to focus on right. using and that goes back to what you're saying about like having to take substances to like break through that i think that's for people that have a hard time letting their subconscious take over because they're so i'm raising present. my hand right now yeah. okay <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So for some people, it is the key to help them unlock their subconscious, but that's not everyone. Sometimes right. it fucks up people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, 100%. But then maybe they're supposed to be fucked up. Uh, maybe. But there are people that can tap into it like fairly easily because they're that type of person that's mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to turn my brain off and just let my body go. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But to me, they're kind of like the lucky ones. <laughs> yeah. Or, sure. or is it that they're, they're able to just to not take their thoughts too seriously? Like they're going to still have the thought, but mm -hmm. they'll just be like, no, I'm yeah. going to go, like, I'm choosing to go with my impulse yeah. or my impulse or my gut instead. And I'll yeah. act on it. Yeah. Knowing farewell, like, maybe logically, I can hear the warning in the back of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. That logically, something could happen. But I'm just going to go with it yeah, anyway, yeah. you know? Yeah. But so then. Oh, well, one last thing. Uh, in terms of the ancestral knowledge thing, yes, I think it's possible that it could be, like, pre-built into us. Yeah. But it's kind of like, like the Constitution. Like, it was pre-built to a certain extent. Yeah. Right. But then the advancements in life and stuff is very unpredictable. Right. So then they can't have accounted for everything unless that, I mean, unless that is what it is, it's logically, it seems hard to believe that they would have accounted for every possible right. change in evolution. Um, I think that there's a preset, right. But then it's something that you can train over time. And I think it's important to train your subconscious. And that's a lot of like, intake of information to help like level up your subconscious essentially mm. you know what i mean uh, but there is a level one character <laughs> mm. uh well that probably i don't know that's what my i'm going down yeah see i don't know yeah i don't know especially because like i've really i'm i'm trying to double down on my gut mm -hmm. i feel like i've ignored my gut 
Mm-hmm. I have the majority of what you and I have talked about in the past yeah. couple months. I feel like I've become very good at ignoring my gut mm-hmm. and rationalizing everything and mm-hmm. reasoning everything mm-hmm. and not doing it what I call to Ed, like, just because I felt like it, mm-hmm. you know? And I have made a conscious effort of, like, in my email to the guy turning down a job for the Overwatch League, mm-hmm. I made an out-of-my-league pun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I stopped when I wrote it, and I was like, I don't know if I should do that. And I immediately went, no. I'm Ilya. I make terrible puns. I'm sending that oh, shit. Nice. Okay, good. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I've been trying to catch that. Yeah. But that has brought me to thinking like, how do we know all this stuff without knowing that we know it? You don't know. Without you consciously recognizing. Well, you don't know what you don't know. Right. But, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. But I was going to say, I was going to ask you, like, how did that feel in that moment that you were like, I don't know if I should do it. Aside yeah. from the thought, I know we know what you were thinking. Yeah. How did it feel? Was it like? Okay. No, no, no. Like, like the initial, like I don't know if I should write this. That. Yeah. What was oh, that, was that, that discomfort. Yeah. yeah. That was. It didn't feel good, but it was mostly like me immediately going to the uh, learned behavior. I think of like, oh, but it's not probably incorporated, and I really care about it, making yeah. a good impression, and blah, blah 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 blah. And then I just snapped that right in half. You know. Because I'm finding lately, especially in context to what even we're doing right now, yeah, is immediately when I try to do something mm-hmm. out of impulse, I immediately go, "This was a bad idea." Really? And then I go, "No, nah, fuck it." Right? You already like you already made the decision to stop thinking about it and just go. Yeah, go I was gonna say gut. like I think the equally important part is to then drop it, like yeah. you do something, and then just drop it. Drop it, like throw it away, or just, like dro- drop the thought. Like drop the thought. Oh, okay, okay. The okay. thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that goes back to the the. I'm simultaneously reading the power of now again and mastery, mm-hmm. and they're actually. I thought they would be completely unrelated, but they actually work mm-hmm. wonderfully together. Mm-hmm. Because one of the biggest quotes that sticks out to me right now in the power of now is when he starts the book and he's like, "I don't think about the past. I, it has no use to me." Mm-hmm. And I'm somebody who's very much consciously trapped in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe not emotionally, although, yeah, definitely, because I'm thinking about it a lot. But I in my brain, I think about the past a lot, yeah. a lot on my day to day in my mind, like from the littlest things that, you know, you see memes about to like the big life things, you know. Mm-hmm. And the I'm just a man of quotes right now, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the quote I mentioned to you last night from Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. that said, the moments that define you have already happened and they will already happen again. Mm-hmm. So that got me thinking of like, I'm, am I being too conscious and thinking and rational trying to learn from experiences like it's like a textbook as opposed to just letting it out of my conscience because I've already learned it. I've already learned from that experience. I don't yeah. have to like go back and restudy it and, Make sure I take notes on it and then memorize the notes. Yeah, like yeah. it happened and I learned from it. Yeah. And when I need that knowledge, it'll come out. Right. Like what, what's important will stick. Right. You know what I mean? So how much of it is me just being like way too conscious, you know, like, oh, well, what can I take away from this breakup? I can't let it go yet because I need to freaking think of more reasons or right, how to improve right. or what went wrong or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to like, yeah, no, that sucked, but I'm over it. Like, I'm just going to let it go because I've already ingrained into my gut this knowledge. Yeah. You know, or even or even if 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 a situation occurs that and it will that you didn't expect that was linked to a reaction in your past. You're like, fuck, like I blew up like you have a new girlfriend now. I blew up on her for some like small shit. But I realized it was because of my ex. Yeah. And it reminded me of my ex. You can then kind of acknowledge it in the present. Be like, listen, that's something from my past. Yeah. I know what's happening now like there's a there's a book i think it's thinking fast and slow where they talk about experiencing self and like a storytelling self Mm. your storytelling self is like super active right now because you're trying to to make sense of the past versus your experiencing self can use information from the story storytelling self but that's that's what needs to be that's what needs that's what works the best at the moment right when you're in planning stages yeah the storytelling self helps but when you're in the right. moment with your your soon-to-be girlfriend, I don't know, whoever, yeah. or with your I parents. i got many, like you get, many, yeah. many prospects. Yeah, yeah. So you're many. 
Yeah, like you guys so many. Won't believe, yeah, dude. like he's going, he's going on a few so days many, after. Dude. So, so it's like, do you know what I mean? I'm literally I mean, I'm, fighting them. I'm fist fighting them. <laughs> I'm not sure where my point is. I'm going. putting them through a tournament to the death. <laughs> okay, okay. For each day. <laughs> Don't look at me like that after you say that. <laughs> Zero prospects. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I agree. That's the end. Thanks for listening. See you later. I, I agree to some extent, but then at the same time, I'm sure you've had several experiences also in your life where you went with your gut and then later on you're like, damn, I should have thought that through way more than I did before I went for it. Yes, but I argue now being a little grown up that like, like the one thing I say to my brothers and I remind my parents about my brothers mm-hmm. is like, let them fuck up. Yeah, sure. But then a lot of times that lesson comes if they can recognize that they fucked up like my example well your example of like the girl right yeah uh you're like oh i shouldn't overthink it blah 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 i should go with my gut on this but what if you had a bad experience in the past right Mm -hmm. and then your gut's telling you oh man all these signs are like really similar to my bad experience and my gut's telling me don't do this red flag red flag red flag yeah but then your logical side is the one that would be the one telling you like no, this girl's different. Like, look, I know it feels the same in a lot of ways, but like, I can't automatically just assume that this girl is going to be the same as the last girl that fucked mm. me over. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not making an argument for that side, but it's more like I, I really do think that you have to be good at both. Like, it's a it's a combination of the two, and that's how yeah. that's what makes us very high functioning. And for you to just lean one way or the other, you're gonna lose a side that is almost like a check for the other side. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And, it's a little dangerous. A, and that's a good place to wrap up. Mm. Believe it or not, we're almost at two hours, guys. Wow. Oh, shoot. How, how, how long did it feel to you? Pretty short. I felt like we didn't get to talk as like much seven about inches. certain things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? I wouldn't know. But, yeah, no, I'm, I want to ask you guys, like, before we wrap up, <laughs> yeah. before we open the door and head yeah. out, like, did you like, do you like this format? Should we sit down with the three of us? I feel like this is good. Yeah. I like sitting down and talking to you guys one on one. I feel like we do this a lot. Like this is us in my room, yeah. but this feels good. You know? Yeah, I'm saying like this is our natural habitat in a way. Yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, I felt very comfortable. I didn't even feel like we were being recorded. I just was talking to you. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Cool. Same. Yeah. It almost would be. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but actually doing this live, I know we'll probably get like one person forever. But all like streaming it. Yeah. Huh. But live, it would, I don't know. We could try it. I like a little bit of saucy interaction. Yeah. The, the only reason why I didn't want to put a video element, especially yeah. live yet, because I was like, oh, there's so much logistics yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. to I'm, battle, I'm totally uh, just balance out first. But eventually, yeah. Because there's, there's a good thing to like seeing an actual yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. I like this. Go ahead. My only concern is that like you, you, like you listen to Joe Rogan podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. And you listen to like one of the MMA shows, like yeah. you know what you're, you're signing up for. Yeah. My only fear is that because we're so mixed in, in interest and stuff, yeah. because no one knows who the fuck we are, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it could go one way or another mm-hmm. way and you might not, unless you do like the whole timestamp thing. Yeah. Well, the big thing too know. is I'm going to do some light editing, but also too, because it's almost, it'll almost be highlighted, but at the yeah. same time, I'm really not expecting too many people to listen to it. Yeah. And I'm really doing this too because it's like it's a good way to, for, for me to keep notes of like what we talk about. Because what like we talk journal. about is really good. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What we talk about is really good. Yeah. But thank you, guys. Maybe, Seriously. I was just going to add that oh, maybe okay. uh, even though we do go random and we jump in and, and I say dumb shit and then Carlos says dumb shit and then Ed says something. Like that's kind of the dynamic. How come his wasn't dumb shit? <laughs> Why is, it, why is it only us? He mumbled it. He's like, <laughs> yeah, because uh, he's got the golden mic. Um, I think some structure would benefit us. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, especially when we ended up, and I, I guess I pretty much started this topic yeah. with the battles and stuff. Yeah. And then I felt myself like, no, I actually really wanted to talk to the talk about this thing with the guys. Like, I yeah, really yeah. wanted for the last three days to touch this topic. Okay. But then I felt like, Damn, okay, well, when can I, when can I intervene and be like, yo, okay, you know? so then there might be so some maybe collaboration, some kind of structure, yeah, like it, some kind of thing, like not be, structure, but in terms of like, here's the topics we're gonna cover, right? I think, I and think, we're done when we cover them, 
It's like you're coming in here with like a book to promote. Like we already, we obviously know what you're going to talk about. So when you come in, yeah, like you'll have some stuff, or like, at least like something. Hey, let's pick three, two, three, seven, nineteen topics mm-hmm. we can talk about. You know, like amongst like in a, in, a, in yeah, the yeah, thread yeah. and, and like yeah. pick from the, and pull it. Uh, yeah. amongst us three it'd be easier for the person listening to I think yeah. the reason why Joe Rogan can go so freeform is because there's Joe specific Rogan. well no it's like the there's specific celebrities and you're like yeah. I'm listening to this guy no that person's gonna talk about this yeah, he's gonna yeah, talk yeah. about rock and roll he's gonna talk about depression yeah, yeah, he's gonna yeah, talk yeah. about MMA okay yeah. Yeah. alright well thank you guys for, for doing this yeah it was yeah, fun man that was fun thank you for driving out yeah man hell yeah if you had fun it was dope that's good I like hearing my own voice as I'm speaking thank you guys for listening Thank uh-huh. you for thank you Ilya and Carlo for the only people listening. <laughs> 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 <laughs>